Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that can solve a Rubik's Cube blindfolded. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag just saying. Almost screwed that up. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I fumbled my words. Like the cube. Mm. Did you have you did you own a Rubik's Cube? I did. And I hated the <laughs> freaking thing. <laughs> I probably threw it across the room a few times. Oh my god. Did you have a cheat? No, my brother did. Oh, there were two ways to cheat on the Rubik's Cube. What way did your brother do? Peel the stickers off. Yep. You could peel the stickers <laughs> off, and you could literally take it apart. Oh. Yeah, you could pop the the pieces off, and then just assemble it back together <laughs> the way it's supposed to be. Damn cube. Yep. <laughs> it's true. I used to peel the stickers, too. Because it was just... it would It would get... It would almost feel like... You're at the point of no return. Mm-hmm. It's like, I will never get this back to where it's supposed to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well just peel some stickers and make it whole again. <laughs> Damn cube. Uh, Rubik's cube. They're still popular. You can still buy a Rubik's cube I think they'll always be popular. I guess. Not sure about the eight ball thing, though. I do. I never saw the point of the Magic 8-Ball, really. They had, what, maybe three to four of the same sayings? Yeah. On that little triangle inside? Yeah. Mm. And it was like, you couldn't ask it, and you weren't supposed to ask it anything too, too specific. So it was like, you have to a- ask it something with a Am yes or no. Am I going to score tonight? <laughs> oh, look, says no. <laughs> Damn it. Might as well go to bed. <laughs> Alone. With my Rubik's Cube. <laughs> but, no, I didn't I didn't have a Magic 8-Ball. I never saw the, the point in it. Plus, I mean, like, if you leave all your, your decision-making to a toy, to a Hasbro <laughs> toy, no less. I don't know, was it Hasbro? I'm not sure. Magic 8-Ball? Yeah, we'll say yes. <laughs> I was surprised to find out that things has been out since the 50s. Yeah. I thought it was like in a uh, 70s or 80s toy. Mm-mm. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. No, sirree. That was some Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos. And lemonade. Mmm. Yum. <laughs> oh, gosh golly. No, but later, you got something about Cheetos. I do have something about Cheetos. Later, I could probably do that right now. I preface that. I preface that with telling you this story. Yes. Is because uh, it's it's actually related. This actually, time. actually, it's actually related this time, and I'm trying to figure out where it came from, because, uh, but I can't remember. As I was watching something with my husband, and apparently, what this person did is they were making like a homemade burrito kind of thing, and they took the hot like the hot and spicy Cheetos. And put it inside their burrito. Sounds like something Taco Bell would have done. And then wrapped it up. I think they did, they did that with Doritos. Here's the thing. Oh, yeah, they had the Dorito taco. Mm-hmm. The Dorito loco taco. 
coffee. <laughs> Rico. Suave. Suave. <laughs> His only hit. I, uh, since you brought it to that side, I, uh, I was going through my Spotify stuff uh, for a segment we'll be doing in a little while. And I was going through like who I'm following on Spotify, like what musicians I'm following and stuff like that. I'm actually following Gerardo. Because that's the only song we like by him. And I'm like, why am I following Gerardo? I unfollowed. <laughs> I unfollowed. Well, it's like if you follow the musician, you get updates when they put out new music. Mm-hmm. Or like if something... When does he put out new music? That's why I was like, I need to unfollow Gerardo. There is no new shit coming from Gerardo that I need to know about. When the hell did uh, Rico Suave came out? In the 90s? Uh, Early 90s? Yeah, like late 80s. 89, 90, 91, around there. It was after he was on, um, I think he was on that movie Colors. He was? I think I think he was one of the the uh, guys in the uh, gang. Oh, that seems right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got a little fame after that. Got a little attention from some girls. and Realized he could sing-ish? Let his hair grow out, and that's probably the first thing he wrote. <laughs> let his hair grow out. Did he have short hair in the Colors movie? I haven't seen it in so long, but I, I think he did. Ooh. My goodness. I don't... I haven't... I also haven't seen that movie in a long time. Was that, um... Sean Penn? Yep. Oh. Robert Duvall. Ugh. I... <laughs> That's probably the only Sean Penn movie I liked. I do not like Sean Penn. Just for personal reasons. <laughs> I have my reasons, people. They are personal I get weirded out by how he looks now. Yeah. He, I do think I own Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, Judge Reinhold! <laughs> Judge Reinhold! Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Which he was, of course, uh, Sean Penn was in that. I think that's probably one of his most famous things. People, Spicoli! <laughs> Spicoli! Classic. Yeah. That's, I just remember the uh, near the end when he ordered pizza. I like pizza. And the and the teacher get pissed at him, and he goes, he said something to him, and then the Spicoli mm. goes, "Well, is there anything wrong with ordering pizza on our time, <laughs> Mister Hand?" I love to hear somebody actually did that. And then uh, the teacher's like, "Oh no, yeah, you can order pizza on our time," and then he shared it with the whole class. And Spicoli's like, my pizza! <laughs> Something like that. I'm paraphrasing the whole Dude, scene. that smells good, man. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing the whole scene, but... Hey. <laughs> you want it quote for quote, you watch the movie. <laughs> That's all I got. So, yeah, so I'm going way back to the beginning of the show. So, I was looking at it, and I was like, that looks like a kick-ass burrito. I was like, except... Like, the red from the spicy hot Cheetos, like, mm-hmm. soaked into everything, so it, like, mm. turned everything red. It was kind of gross. Damn it. Plus, it's like, I have a love-hate relationship with Cheetos, because I love them, and they hate me. <laughs> but no, I, I like them, but every time I eat them, something happens with my teeth. I miss the puffs that are the twists. The twisty puffs? Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if they really call that, but that's the name I'm giving them. Twisty Puffs. They had the Cheetos, the paws. The little paw. <laughs> paw! <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say for paw. The little paw! <laughs> <laughs> they did. They had the little Cheeto paws. Gerardo was actually on quite a few other things. Was he? Then now we're going back to Gerardo. <laughs> With kangaroo. He was a break dancer in uh, Hot Moves. I don't know that film. Which was 1985. Okay. That was his first thing. Then he was on Winners Take All, Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, he was in Can't Buy Me Love? He was Ricky. Ricky, 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 Ricky. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, Ricky, I'm... you're so fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, drawing, I'm drawing a blank. On Ricky? I haven't seen that in long Yeah, time. me neither. Uh, Seth Green is in that movie. I didn't know he that. Play, he plays Patrick Dempsey's younger brother. It's like, you don't even reckon, you don't even realize that it's Seth Green. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, that's <laughs> Seth Green! His character on Colors is Bird. Bird? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's on a TV series called Super Carrier in 88. Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. Sundown, the Vampire in Retreat. <laughs> One episode of 21 Jump Street. Oh! Then he did his Rico Suave video. Okay, so when was that? Mm-hmm. The, Rico, the Rico the Suave. 1990. 1990! Bam. Okay. I knew it was early-ish. Uh, after that, a TV movie for the very first time. Ooh. And then a million to one, whatever that is. One. <laughs> he, uh, he played someone named Flacco. Okay. Somebody to love, Armando. Okay. One hundred greatest <laughs> TV movie in two thousand two. One hundred greatest one hit wonders. <laughs> he was himself. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh. All right. And then 2003. This is, this is so much about Gerardo, you guys, if you've been dying to know. Oh, he's got three more things. Two of them in 2003. I'm pa- surprised he's worked that late. <laughs> Polly Shore is dead. Of course. <laughs> Himself. Well, it's not. His actual name is Gerardo Meja. M-E-J-I-A. Okay. I think that's Spanish for son. I don't know. Mija. Uh, after that, Local Love, played Miguel Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So that's 2003. Now okay. we jump to 2016. <laughs> He's in something called Dead Seven. He was Lloyd the Postman. Lloyd! That's nice. <laughs> well, there's your segment, everything you this want to know about Gerardo. Fucking everything. <laughs> this is, welcome to the Gerardo podcast. I Guess what the theme song's going to be. <laughs> Rico. Suave. Um, I don't even want to do the Cheeto thing now. <laughs> I just want to finish this chat about Gerardo. I'm, I'm good. I didn't, I'm good. Even, I didn't even check to see how old he is. I don't know how old he is. Now we have to know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. I'm going to guess he was around 20, oh, shit. 25 in 1989, 90. 
I don't know, what's he like? Fifty something? Early fifties? Fifty two. Oh shit! Nice call. Nice call. I'm applauding myself. I don't even care. <laughs> that was a damn good guess. He was born April sixteenth, nineteen sixty five, in Ecuador. Ba boom boom. I didn't think he was that old. Here we go. <laughs> but what do I know? Yeah, well, I mean, you figure he had to be at least in his in his early, very early twenties when he did the Rico Suave thing. <laughs> you know, and then that's, just that's when the girls can appreciate him. <laughs> his black leather jacket, with no shirt, and his six pack abs back then. And... and they had two versions of that too. They had the regular version, well, I'm sorry, like the English version, and then the Spanish version. See, <laughs> <laughs> I do see. I see very well. <laughs> So, and you should. I should. I should. I should get something done. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyway, Cheetos with Cheeto burrito. <laughs> the Cheetos burritos, which has absolutely nothing to do with the thing I'm about to tell you. I just wanted to say Cheeto burrito. Yum. It's <laughs> eat them up. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that song? No. Do you know that song? Okay, I'm all right. I'm, I'm before I get to this. Now I have to. Now I have to t- explain it because I don't want people to think I'm a weirdo. Any weirder than I am. Right. <laughs> I want to say too late. Yeah, no. So okay, way back, and I think it, I think he still has a show. There was a guy called Doctor Demento. Everybody, uh, not everybody knows who Dr. Demento Every weirdo is. Yankovic fan knows Dr. Demento. Everybody should know Dr. Demento. He was, Everyone he was, should know Weirdo Yankovic, too. They should. but they One goes with the other. I don't, listen, I don't know what you guys out there know. I don't know what you know. You know <laughs> so, that I know that I know that you know. You know that I know that they know that they know. And we know it. <laughs> so. We know they don't know shit. We all know. See, I'm trying to give you a benefit of the doubt. So anyway, so way back in the day, I hate saying that expression too. So way back, Dr. Demento had a weekly radio show. Um, I used to listen to it, stay up late and listen to it on like Sunday nights. Sunday! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Sunday nights, um, you could, I could catch it on like W... I think it was like WBCN or something. Uh, they would they would run the, the Dr. Demento show. Because uh, it was a syndicated show. So, he would play, he plays, like, novelty songs. Weird Al type of stuff. Uh, original. He helped Weird Al get on the map. He sure did. Um, and just weird, weird Another music. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> just weird, weird music. And so. Hey, there was this... by you. Another one rides the bus. So, there was this guy, and I don't remember his name, but he had a song called Fish Heads. <laughs> <laughs> He had a song called Fish Heads, and the song, the chorus was Fish Heads, Fish Heads, Roly Poly Fish Heads, Fish Heads, Fish Heads, Eat Them Up, Yum. <laughs> so, that's all I was doing. <laughs> was quoting the Fish Head song, which I do from time to time. Eat Them Up, Yum. Sorry. It's okay. So, anyway, Cheetos. <laughs> Eat them up, yum. Apparently. Hey, Sean. Hey, what? 
Did you know? I no. bet you didn't. No. Did you know that the uh, a Cheetos pop-up restaurant will be hitting New York City soon? You don't say. I do say. Shit. I know. Shit. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> I will tell you right now. You don't even have to wait. Thank God. I know. <laughs> I hate waiting. <laughs> me too. I want it now. Me too. I'm very impatient. Me too. When, especially when it comes to Cheetos. Mm. My Cheetos news, I want it right away. <laughs> Let's snack on this news. <laughs> snack on this news. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Cheetos, everybody knows what Cheetos are, but this article decides that they need to explain it to you. So Cheetos are a mutant orange snack blessing. Mutant? Mutant orange snack blessing. I like that, though. <laughs> I like that, though. If somebody says to me, I don't I don't know Cheetos, they are an orange mutant snack blessing. Uh, apparently they are sent down from junk food heaven Woo! to make the human struggle just a tad more bearable. Cheetos are also something that doesn't exactly scream glamour when you're shoveling them into your face while watching Deadly Women. Well, it depends what type of Cheeto. First of all, I don't know what Deadly Women is, and if I'm eating Cheetos, I'm watching something good. Mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> Season 5 coming soon. That's right. Message. Yeah. In a bid to give off a slightly more sophisticated image, Cheetos is going gourmet with their cheese curl brand for a few days. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> oh, steady your nerves for culinary curiosity. Wow. I'm surprised <laughs> I was able to get that out. Good for you. <laughs> uh, New York City will play host to the New this York place. City. New York City. Get Remember the that? The, uh, the, the pace... Uh, Salsa sauce? Salsa sauce, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) New York City will play host to this pop-up restaurant from August 15th to 17th, so we've already missed it. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm telling you something that will not help you at all. (laughs) But if you had known about this, the chances of you getting to New York are probably slim. I don't know your life. I know my life. My chances getting to New York were nil. Were very nil. 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 This completely, uh, that is completely Cheeto-driven, Network, Food Network star Anne Burrell takes on the role of chef at the, limited, at the limited time eatery. <laughs> Menu items include perfectly fried green tomatoes, Cheetos mix-ups, crusted chicken milanese. Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> and Cheetos, Sweetos, crusted. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm, I, crusted cheesecake. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what to say. How would you put Cheetos on cheesecake? I wouldn't. Nor I. I love a good cheesecake. Uh, I'm not a cheesecake fan. Give me that strawberry sauce on it. I'm good. Strawberry sauce. You put strawberries on it or you don't come back at all. Right. <laughs> it sounds a little strange on paper. No shit. It sounds weird. To... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds even more fucked up to say it out loud. Right. Uh, but the shots of the Cheetos cuisine are ridiculously tempting, especially considering, apparently, especially <laughs> considering that you'll be allowed to... T- to choose something other than Cheeto juice or Cheetah blood as your beverage. 
What was the tiger blood? Winning. <laughs> tiger blood. If you're game to Hoover up Cheeto style crepes and grilled cheese. Mmm, grilled cheese. I'm, I don't know. I if made I'm, that a few days ago. I don't. I love grilled cheese. Holy mm. crap. I don't know. It's one of the easiest things to make. It is. Next to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm very particular about my grilled cheese. I'm a little weird about it. How? I like it. I all right. So I throw it in the pan, right? It's a good I, place to put it. Yes. And well, if you put it in the fridge, it's never gonna get toasted. <laughs> no. Even the little light, even if you keep the little light on, it's not gonna toast the bread. Nope. So I take this the little spatula and I squish it. Because I like it as flat as I can possibly get oh. it. Yeah. I like my I like my grilled cheese flat as fuck. <laughs> That's it. It's flat. Maybe you need like a heavy um, cast iron. Oh, well, yeah. That would be dope. <laughs> That'll squish the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> squish the hell out of this shit. The Spotted Cheetah, which is not a niche strip club, is taking <laughs> reservations. <laughs> You may need There's to. There's an idea for one. I know. You may Not need to bring wet out. naps. Well, that could either go for the strip club or <laughs> the other thing. You may need to bring wet wet naps if you have some way to go. After, mind you, what could be fancier than a Cheeto restaurant run by a snack food mascot with a wicked toad? I don't know. I I don't think Chester Cheetah has a wicked toad. I think he's pretty. He's pretty cool. He's cool about sharing his Cheetos. Mm-hmm. He's not selfish. Love all, serve all. <laughs> he wears cool shades. He does. Well, he wears shades, I think, because he actually uh, dusts actually. up. He dusts up those Cheetos and snorts them. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's got to wear shades because it's like he's got hell of a snack. He's got crackhead eye. <laughs> <laughs> My Cheetos gave me crackhead eye. <laughs> Dude, wait. No. Uh. Yeah. That's the cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you gotta snort these Cheetos, put on Dark Side of the Moon, watch it fucking sync up to whatever movie, and have a ball. <laughs> load up on cheese. We're gonna load up on Cheetos. <laughs> Grilled Cheeto cheese. I, I, don't, I couldn't do that. Because when I bite into a grilled cheese, the only crunchiness... putting that under heat... Yeah, the only crunchy I want from the grilled cheese is the like the, the, bread the bread toasted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to bite into it and like <laughs> be hurting myself. <laughs> that hurts. That sounds painful. I'm sure it would be. I wouldn't want to uh, try that. No. No, like no. So what's Gerard open up to? Cheeto. <laughs> Cheesy. That's right. <laughs> or reverse it. Cheesy. Cheetos. <laughs> Cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoying a podcast about Toronto? <laughs> you know what? I don't know if he's on Instagram, but I am so tagging Gerardo on this stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm like, oh my God, someone's talking about me. <laughs> Finally, well, we, we had the um the the who was it the uh the the men without hats or whatever. Yep. Who was who were chatting on uh, Instagram, which I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Safety. And Billy Joel's drummer. Mm-hmm. Which you know, for me, that was like, 
<laughs> I heard um, one of Billy's songs today on iHeartRadio. Yes, you did. What song? The one that was in Bosom Buddies. Oh, My Life. Yep. Or as I call it, My Lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason that I say that, and this is a big pet peeve with me. Big. Huge. Massive. Is way back when back in our day. they would have... They'd have two versions. You had the album version, and you had the single version. Back okay? when singles were out on the shelves. Yeah. Way back when. They were cool. So my life is actually from 1978. So there was a, a radio version. I was two. <laughs> I was not. So <laughs> you have the radio version, and then you have the album version. The album version is only maybe 30 to 40 seconds longer than the radio version. It's almost <laughs> pointless. It's pointless. And whenever they play that song on the radio, they play the radio version. They never play the album version. And it's not that much longer than the radio version. And I had a big argument with my husband about this because I said, <laughs> why don't you people play the radio, the, uh, the album version? And he didn't even know the difference. I'm surprised. So I played him. He loves records. He should he know does. this. He does, but he's not a freak like me. <laughs> Well, a Billy Joel freak. So I played him the actual version. Actual. The actual album version. And now he hears the edit. So he gets angry whenever he hears it now because you hear... It's a very blatant edit. <clears throat> if, you, if you'd heard them back to back, you'd be like, ooh, that's a horrible edit. It's right near the end. Good place for it's it. It's like they cut... They, all they did was cut some piano. And he comes back in with the, I don't care, da, da, da. And it's very blatant, and it's like, what the hell? Forced. Yes. So that that that's why I get. That's what sticks in my craw about that song. <laughs> my favorite Jodeci song is like that. What song? Lately. Ah, oh, Sean, and lately. <laughs> oh boy. Except there is a big time difference. Really. The radio version, four minutes twenty six seconds. Okay. But yet, when you take how the, uh, you know, whatever volume switch they have, and they kind of turn it, fade it out at the end, a little mm-hmm. sooner than it's supposed to, because <laughs> they would do that sometimes. And sometimes at the beginning, you wouldn't even hear it from the start. You'd hear it, like, maybe six seconds in. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they would talk over it, or the radio station identification. At the top of the hour. <clears throat> well, even <laughs> if it wasn't, they, they still did it. Oh. Because I was probably the only person calling in the station. Wanted them to play that because I couldn't find the actual single for that version. <laughs> they had the studio version. I couldn't find it anywhere in stores. But that version yeah. was 426 in its entirety. The actual version six and a half minutes. Whoa! That is a big difference. And if you listen to the full length, you can tell where it is forced like that, mm. like the Billy one, uh, towards the end. I can see why they wouldn't play a six and a half minute one. Who wants yeah. to hear the song that long? I guess. I would, but still. Well, if the DJ had to, like, potty or something. Because <laughs> Jay, Jay told me that they save the long songs for, like, their lunch. And they can eat lunch while the song <laughs> is happening. Or, like, run to the potty. Put on back. four or five, six to seven minute songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always play um, <clears throat> scenes from... They always play... Scenes from a hat. Okay. No. They always play Scenes from an Italian Restaurant on uh, the radio, which is another Billy Joel song, and that song is uh, over seven minutes long. Wow. Yeah. 
Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought of another one. Meatloaf. Oh, God. Which which Meatloaf song? Objects in the Rearview Mirror. Okay. And what's the other one? That's a big hit. Same album. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Bad Out of Hell 2. Uh, okay. Bad Out of Hell 2. Well, there's Bad Out of Hell and there's Bad Out of Hell 2. <clears throat> he has a lot of bats. <laughs> He does. He likes those. But anyways, those two songs are like 11 minutes long. Is that the I'll Do Anything for Love thing? Yes, thank you. That's a long song? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I never sat the through LP the... LP version, yeah. I never sat through the whole thing. The, just like, both of those right. are almost 11, 12 minutes long. I just, I want to know what the <clears throat> thing he won't do. What is the <laughs> thing he won't... Anal? <laughs> like, what's the thing he won't do? I'll do anything for love. Won't do that. What's the won't do? He's pretty much put. Well, if we were able to go to Boston Comic Con, thanks to our damn cars, we (laughs) could have asked him that. Was Meatloaf at Boston Comic Con? Yeah. Oh. Him, Tim Curry, and two others from the Rocky Horror Picture Show were there. Oh. All the main people. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the real reason Tim Curry was there. Oh, but I love Tim in so much more than that. He was great in Clue, of course. Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. He's in a movie called Oscar with um, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. And it kind of went unnoticed, but it's a really good movie. One of the Home Alones? Yeah, Home Alone 2. Electric Boogaloo. Sir, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Sir, you are mistaken. Yes. I think there's a, uh, oh, maybe five... Eight years ago, they did like a TV movie of uh, Alice in Wonderland, and he was in it. Yes. He wasn't looking good then. No, he wasn't. He was overweight. <laughs> listen, I'm... Which probably led to what happened now. I'm, listen, I'm fine with a little you know, boop, with a little dope boy. I'm good. <laughs> I just hated seeing him like that. Oh, I get it. I do. I get it. But yeah, oh, and you know what? On Spotify, they actually have some of his music. Milo? No, no, Tim Curry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What does Tim sing? Uh, he had a, he actually had a hit. Well, it's kind of, it was a hit, a big hit in the UK. It was a song called I Do the Rock. I know. Uh, Sean's giving me the, like, the, the eyebrow. What? I will play it for you after the show. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird, and it's like, you, if if I didn't tell you that it was Tim Curry, you might not even know it was Tim Curry. I didn't even know he sang. Yes. He actually sings really well. How about now? Well, I don't know about now, Sean. <laughs> I don't know so about I wanna, now. I want to hear him. <laughs> I don't know about now, Sean. Poor Tim. Yeah. And I never heard back. I wrote to uh, I wrote to his uh, his agent there. I never heard back from that. And give it another six months. I know. Some of your autographs, you told me before, it took like a year at least. Oh, God. Who took... I have some that took a long time. And it was like... I never mailed mine out yet. It was one of those things where it was like... I had just completely forgotten about it. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> like right now, I'm still waiting on an, auto, uh, an autograph to come in the mail. Really? From who? Claudia Wells. Who is that? She played Jennifer Parker. On uh, Back to the Future 1. Oh, okay. She runs a store out in California, but she has her own website. 
Uh-huh. If you're a Back to the Future fan, you can uh, contact her through her site. Choose what picture you want out of like eight or ten pictures. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from what I gather, like once a month or something, um, all the orders get sent out at once. Ah. So I bought mine weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I got an email from one of her friends or know, a friend that runs a website, I guess, <laughs> telling me that uh, she appreciates the support and all with all the uh, orders coming into her site and that and her work and all. Yeah. You know, she makes special times to do uh, the signings of the pictures and they'll, they'll all get sent out by the end of uh, August, early September. Okay. So I'm waiting... For two autographs. You bought two? Yep. Oh. One, one, uh, one's a full color picture. Mm-hmm. That was $22, I think. And another was the um, Save the Clock Tower Flyer. Oh, okay. That was 12 bucks. That's cool. I wanted one of each. <laughs> okay. That's cool. I, um... So the, the Save the Clock Tower Flyer? Yeah. She signs that the way she wrote in the movie. So she writes like to so and so, I love you five 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 dash whatever whatever <laughs> whatever the phone number was in the Back to the Future. Really. That way you almost feel like you have an authentic one. That's that's kind of cool, I guess. And then she signs Claudia Wells, Jennifer Parker. That's I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, if you're a fan of the show, yes. I wasn't expecting to wait like one or two months. <laughs> but you're getting it. Yeah. It will come to you. So I hope. I hope. Well, you paid, so. And I have an official email from the other person, told me you was around the end of August. Yeah. We're almost there. I know. August is almost bidding us goodbye. Here yeah. comes fall. Yeah. I like fall. For some reason, it's already getting darker by eight. Yeah. And I think it's Tab and I was talking about this yesterday because she noticed it and pointed out to me. I don't think this should be happening for like another month. <laughs> right now, we should still be getting dark around nine, not no. like not a little bit before eight. All right, seven twenty-seven right now. All right, we still got still daylight. See. Yeah, we still got daylight. Yeah, it's, it's still good. It's still good. It's fine. It took me. I have Clark Gregg's. That took a four or five months. That took a little bit mm-hmm. to get, and I sent him the 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 envelope and everything. He has an envelope and everything. <laughs> My typed out letter mm-hmm. and the envelope and everything that I was going to send it to him. Yep. Still sitting on my desk in the den. <laughs> I don't even remember when I sent mine out at this point. It has to be in July. Probably thinking don't even bother. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, I guess I could always um, write to his agent and be like, are you guys going <laughs> to do this? <laughs> Are we doing this or not doing this? Can you help me before his health gets worse? I know. That's one you of the reasons what? why I don't even feel like I should. And I don't want to waste my money on the stamps. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna tell them that I had wanted to meet Tim. I had the car issue um, from from the accident or whatever, and then see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to meet thoughts, Tim, but I'm poor. <laughs> if your thoughts are like mine, yeah, he's gonna be like a lot of others. They don't really care. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Hopefully. We'll see. You know what? I'm not... Because I don't even... I don't... I, I've only seen Rocky Horror once. It's been a long time. And it's not... 
really like. I wasn't really in the musicals. Yeah, it's really not anything that I. I liked Grease. Doug. Didn't bother Grease too because it's not the original cast. (laughs) Why they did that, I don't know. My Grease, my sister loved Grease. The only one from Grease that came back was the nerd guy, Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Yeah, it was my sister. I think the coach did too. And she watched it quite often, so I had to hear it all the time. Eugene and the coach coming back was kind of like the later. Say by the bells. Everybody moved on to college, and I, I think uh, Screech stayed around to work at the school or something, and you <laughs> kind of had like a next generation type, and they kept him there, probably just to keep the show going. Him and Mr. Belding. He also had nothing better to do. <laughs> What's Dustin co- Diamond doing now? Isn't he in prison? I don't know what he's doing. I, all I know is I think these days he has a stupid beard. Not all beards are stupid, Sean. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying to you. I hate beards. Okay. <laughs> Some people like them. Why? I, I don't know. I just, I like beards. I like beards, goatee, I like facial hair. On a man. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. I was going to say, are you going to grow something I don't know yet? No. Okay, so what do we got? I found something about Disney. Oh, I have a bone to pick with Disney, but anyway. Disney is going to pull movies from Netflix, starting with starting up their own streaming service. Why not do both? I don't know. Why is what? I want to know where all this Netflix hate is coming from. Because Disney's doing this shit. Fox pulled Futurama. From Netflix? Netflix is great. When they update it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Three quarters of what's on there has been on there for a year and a half already. They have some very good original programming. Mm -hmm. My problem with the original programming is like if you watch a show and then it's like you have to wait a year for the second season. Mm -hmm. And it's like by then you've completely forgotten everything (laughs) that's happened. And then it's new. It's oh, yeah. new to me. What? <laughs> Plus, um, I recently heard about um, Ralph Macchio. Him mm-hmm. and uh, William Zapka have been doing a 10-series, ten 10-part ten series, uh, Karate Kid continuation. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'll get back to Disney in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a teaser. We're just teasing. Um... My thing with that, like, I heard that. I, it's I supposed to be it. for YouTube. I heard it, and then I thought, oh, that's a joke. No, Like, man. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> no, it's going to be like a 10-pot series on, the... for YouTube, but between now and then, they can do YouTube and Netflix, which I think Netflix should be a better way to go. I hope it's not a YouTube red thing. Ooh. Yeah. Because I want to see this. I'll be damned if I'm getting a YouTube red subscription. It's William Zapka's character, Johnny, mm-hmm. from what I heard, he wants to reopen the Cobra Kai Dojo. Because after all this time, Dojo. I don't know when this is supposed to take place within the movie, the time frame. 40 years from the <laughs> But after all this time, his character wants to open the dojo. Yeah. And now he wants revenge on Daniel for that loss at the end of part one. Come on, man. That's like Uncle Rico. 
Suave. No, no, no. Uncle Rico was like, <laughs> I could have gone pro. I could have played yep. in the NFL. Man, nobody throws a football like me. Gosh. <laughs> I know. And it's like, come on, man. You gonna eat your tots? <laughs> Get over your... Can I have them? Self. Get over <laughs> yourself. Man, I'm looking forward to seeing it because it's the original two guys. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew about this or I wish this was in play when I met William Zapka at uh, Comic-Con last year. Yeah. So I can talk to him about it. I have something to talk about. You didn't have anything to talk to him about? No, remember? I spent like 20 minutes talking to his agent because <laughs> we were waiting for him to come back and sign. Now if you see him again, you can be like, how's your agent? <laughs> Is he good? I remember wearing the podcast shirt and he was, he was asking about it. Nice. I don't you, know if sir. he ever listened. But if he does and he wants some clients, you can give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney. Oh, yeah, Disney. Pricks. Karate kids are more interested. <laughs> Disney wants to own a bigger piece of the streaming pie. Not the pie. Yes, yeah, the pie. Not the pie. <laughs> Goddamn pie. The company announced during its latest earnings report that it intends to pull all of its movies from Netflix and plan to launch a branded direct to consumer streaming service in 2019. Two years from now? Yep. The company will also launch its own ESPN video streaming service early 2018. Why? The platform will feature about 10,000 sporting events each year and will have a content from the MLB, NHL, MLS, collegiate sports, and tennis Grand Slam events. Why? <laughs> To power the services, Disney buying a majority ownership of BAM Tech for $1.58 billion. Disney bought a 33% stake in the company, which was spun off from digital media company MLB Advanced Media in August 2016. This represents a big strategic shift for the company. CEO Bob Eager told CNBC's Julia Borston, quote, we felt having control of a platform... We've been very impressed with after buying 33% of it a year ago would give us control of our density. Why? <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because I was trying to do that like uh, George McFly. Oh, okay. Because he says density. Oh. And she, uh, Lorraine's, huh? I mean, destiny. Mm. Netflix stock dropped more than 5% upon the announcement of the news. Mm-hmm. There. Done. I don't want it no more. I don't want it no more. (laughs) So, in case you're wondering, like, what that means for you, Disney owns Star Wars, so there won't be any more Star Wars content on Netflix. Disney owns, um, of course, the Disney movies, so those will be gone. And this is the part that I'm curious about. Disney also owns Marvel. Oh, shit. So will the Marvel content be gone? Hopefully not. Sometimes we need something good to watch Mondays. <laughs> right, Joe? I know. It's just, it's very, Joe doesn't watch. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, it's messed up because it's like, you know, what, what the hell? Just what the hell? <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to subscribe to a shitty Disney thing just so I can watch... Uh, my daredevil. 
None of that even sounds like Disney anyway. Huh? None of that even sounds Disney to me. No. It doesn't. <laughs> That's okay. So, what's up? What's up? It's time to kick it old school. Woo! <laughs> yes. So as you recall last week, we're going over a list of 80s and 90s hip-hop rap music that we used to jam to. We still jam to. Yes. And uh, we finished off basically with my list, and we started going over a couple with Tara. And Tara's going to take it away and give you <laughs> more of her away. list. So it was funny because when Sean wrote to me and said, "Let's uh, wrap up," <laughs> let's wrap up. Anything the... you say can will be used to get you in a court of law. Let's wrap up the rap, um, the old school stuff. So I said, "Of course," and. All I did was like basically go through my Spotify list because this is music that I still listen to and enjoy. It's like I do. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is in no particular order. This is just me. Blah, blah, blah. Kid and Play. Yeah. Kid and Play. Uh, house Party Movies. Love the, f- the first one. The first one was good. I don't remember any of the other ones. Second was okay, but wasn't that yeah. great. How many did they do? Four. Oh. <gasps> No. Towards the end, it wasn't even anything to do with them or their pajama jammy jam. <laughs> their pajama jammy jam. <laughs> I think that was one of the themes of one of them. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> the first one was really good, though. I like the first, first one. First was the best. Yeah. Um, they I also. Hurt nobody. Yeah, I love that song. I still love that song. That uh, that movie had one of my favorites that I mentioned last week. Um, can't do nothing for you, man. Yes, Public Enemy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I remembered two days ago the name, because we were talking Public Enemy, and I said, oh, there's another Flavor Flav song that I like, and then I couldn't remember it. Mm-hmm. It's Cold Lampin' with Flavor Flav. I have to hear that again. It's on the Nation's a Million, uh, Takes a Nation a Million, Holds His Back album. I'm lampin', I'm lampin'. It's fucking weird. <laughs> It's just, it's it's almost the same thing as Can't Do Nothing For You, man. It's just, it's just strange. It's just him on a rampage. Venting. Yes. A little bug in the room. Heavy D. Yeah. Heavy D. Uh, Peaceful Journey is an awesome album. <laughs> well, I wrote down either, like, the song that I really loved or, like, the album mm-hmm. in case anybody was like, I wonder, like, I should check that out. Peaceful Journey. You should. His best album. Listen to it. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. Check it out. <laughs> he, Heavy D also did the theme to A Living Color. Yes, he did. A I remember. Color. Uh, I remember after I found it out. Yeah? I actually went to a couple music stores looking for it. I bet you didn't find it. No, I didn't. <laughs> it was specifically done for the show. Yes. And at the time, I couldn't really record from the, the show or the video. Onto, yeah. uh, well, back then it was cassettes. Yeah. Well, CDs were out, but I didn't have them until about the 90s. Mm-hmm. Early 90s is when I started getting them. Right. <laughs> 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 so, Heavy D. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. They had a song called Troy, which stood for They Reminisce Over You. It's probably their the most Caracan popular Goonies? song. No. It's probably the most popular song. Everybody knows it by the uh, the intro is like a saxophone. That's what music's missing these days. Yeah. The good saxophone. 
It's well, just or uh, uh, a lot of them real instruments. Yeah, that too. Third base, pop goes a weasel. Pop goes a weasel goes a weasel, weasel goes, goes pop. pop. Um, when they're actually making fun of Vanilla Ice in that song, <laughs> which I never knew until I don't know, af- way after I was like, oh, many moon pies later. Yeah, many moon pies. Mm. Um, speaking of moon, Black Moon, <laughs> Black Moon. They had a song called "Who Got the Props" from the end of the stage album. Yay, props! Yeah, that they were great. Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, Black you Sheep. You can get with uh, this, or you can get with that. Yep, Wolf and Sheep's Clothing it was like their only album, and they had like two two versions of that on the album. They did. I like the remix one. Yes. Because on the original, you gotta listen to that girl in the, in the back, mm, uh, making the weird, <laughs> making one of these weird noises like she's getting pumped. <laughs> like, uh, come on, uh, come on, oh like, uh, shut up. I want to enjoy the song, and you're in the background going, uh, come on, uh. Where's, where's Wayne Brady? You smack that bitch. I was not ready for that, dude. I was not ready. Good. <laughs> I was not ready. Um, <laughs> Candyman. He's on the prowl. Yeah, knocking boots. Candyman. <laughs> that was a good song. That was, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good song back in the day. Everybody loved that song. Oh, boy, I love, love you so. so. Never, ever, ever, ever gonna, gonna let you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Cypress Hill. Oh, of course. Everybody's on the pump. Yeah, they... They had so many. Um, How I Just Kill a Man, Hand on the Pump. Uh, oh, I didn't write down any songs because I was like, I'll remember. And I don't. Insane in the Brain. Insane in the Brain. Uh, Insane oh. in the Brain. Yeah, just check out <laughs> check out their stuff. Dots of Facts. How could, how could I just kill a man? It was one, one of my favorites. Yeah. I think that was the first album. Dots of Facts. They won effects. Which is the Dead Serious album. They actually had a couple of albums, but eh. Hmm. The Dead Serious one was the best. They have uh, Microphone Check. Microphone Checker. And uh, They Want Effects. That's a good song. De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Do you know De La Soul? Me, Daily, Myself, yes. and I? Yep. That's a great song. They also had a really cool song called... Oh, they were so weird. They had a song called um, A Roller Skating Jam Called Saturday Night. Something like that. Not to hear that. I forget that one. That's a good song. Okay. Sounds like fun. It is. It was a good song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stay with me on this one. Trying. Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. Didn't listen to it. You didn't listen to Dell? No. He had a, his first album, I think, is called I Wish My Brother George Was Here. And he's, he's very, he's very kind of eclectic rap, but. He's ice. He's actually Ice Cube's cousin. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And he was he, he yeah. was he was on a couple of songs with him. So no Vaseline. No, he wasn't on that song. <laughs> um, That's a good song. That is a good song. Especially if you like the movie uh, Straight Outta Compton. Well, it was just a good song. Just I love diss tracks. Mm-hmm. I'll take a good diss track any day. That was good. Speaking of which, I'm gonna skip ahead because we're talking about diss tracks. DJ Quick had an album called Safe and Sound, mm-hmm. and on that album was a song called Dollars and Cents. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Well, that makes sense. 
Yes, and that was a um, that was a diss track to MC8. Eight ball. Mm, just MC8. <laughs> oh, that eight. Yep. That's a really good song. Everybody knows that song because it was in like a Grand Theft Auto game. And back in the eighties and nineties, there's a lot of people with MC in their name. Yeah, a lot of people had MC in the name, or DJ, like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the French Prince, <laughs> who's also on my list. I liked them mm-hmm. back in the day. He's a DJ. I'm the rapper. That was a hot album. That had the parents just don't understand on it. That's one of the big ones. And uh, Nightmare on My Street, which mm-hmm. was the Freddy Krueger song. It was. I never liked the way the Freddy voice was. <laughs> It was too demonic. Yeah. Like, dude, try to get Robert England. Fat Boys did it. On your, are you ready for Freddy? Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just try to? Exactly. Maybe they couldn't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's DJ. I'm a rapper. Good album. Digital Underground. Dude, I hump the hump. I couldn't remember if we mentioned Digital Underground last week, so I just put it on here anyway. Because Sex Packets is a great album. Do what you like. I think I mentioned that one. I recently uh, read. I was going through uh, um, some CDs of mine in the basement. Yeah. And it reminded me of Digital Underground. And I went on the iTunes and I got Do What You Like. <laughs> Do what you like. You also got the Humpty Dance. Do what you like. That's right. Okay. This one's a little obscure. Is the guy you like? Grab him in the biscuits. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow, that was almost like him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little obscure. There was a rap group called Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. They were actually from Roxbury, Mass. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And they they had a couple of hits called one was called Love's Come, Love Comes and Goes. It does. And they had another song called Be a Father to Your Child, which was actually kind of funny. You should. Yes. <laughs> That's basically what he was saying. He's like, "Be a father, why bother?" <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yep. Uh, EPMD. Mm-hmm. Loved EPMD. Uh, Business Never Personal is a good album. I can't name a bad album that they did, actually. Actually? Actually. I got you on this one. You, I know you're going to know these guys. <clears throat> Fooshnickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know the Fooshnicks. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. They had, uh, they had two, I have two good albums by them, is F.U. Don't Take It Personal and Nervous Breakdown. Nervous mm-hmm. Breakdown has uh, What's Up Duck on it. Can we rock? What's Maybe. up, Duck? <laughs> What's up, Duck? They sang that with Shaquille O'Neal. They did sing that with Shaquille O'Neal. That was around his uh, debut. Yeah. I did not, I did not put Shaquille O'Neal on my list. Because <laughs> he did turn... Rapper at the time. He did. He did like two or three rap albums. <clears throat> now he's doing all these commercials for uh, stuff that you put on your body for aches and pains. <laughs> Icy hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of his song. He had a really popular song, and I don't remember the name of it. And anyway. Anywho, I'll anyway, I'll, move, I'll move on, and you try to figure it out. The Ghetto Boys. Mm-hmm. I love the Ghetto Boys. Mine's playing tricks on me. That's a great, great song. Um, a great album by them is called "We Can't Be Stopped," and the cover of that album shows Bushwick Bill in the hospital. In a hospital, like they're going down a hospital hallway, 
and his face is all bloody, and he's got um, yeah, and he's got like gauze on his face. That is actually from a real incident. That's a that that's actually like that's what happened to him. Mm-hmm. They took a photo of it and used it as their album cover because he what had happened was he got really 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 drunk on Everclear vodka had a fight with his girlfriend with a gun in his hand and shot himself in the eye. Ouch. Yeah. He's got a glass eye now because of it. Not but at parties he likes to take it out as a joke. Ew. <laughs> Disgusting. Now I have Ice Cube on here uh, even though I'm pretty sure we talked about Ice Cube last week so Check out Death Certificate. It turned 25, <laughs> which makes me sad. Um, there's, a, there's a rapper named K Solo. Have you ever heard of K Solo? Mm. No. Uh, he had a really good album called Time's Up. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to glaze over it because probably a lot of people hadn't heard of him, uh, which is a shame because he only had a couple of albums and he was part of like the EPMD clique. EPMD are responsible for bringing out K Solo, Redman, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other rappers, Keith Murray, and um, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq's debut album in '93 was Shaq Diesel. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the the single from it. <sighs> Receives platinum certification. I, I can I I hear it in my head. <clears throat> oh, you like me now? I drop bombs. I know I got skills. That's the name of the song. That's track, I know I got skills. That's track number two. Oh shit! He also did a remix of um, "Hit Me Off" with New Edition. Oh, did he? That's weird. Those aren't two things I would put together. No, I didn't care for his part of it, but yeah. it was a good remix. Oh, okay. It's the type of beat I like. Okay, crisscross. Makes you want to jump, jump, jump. That album totally crossed out. That was a hot album. My favorite was Warm It Up. Yes! Warm It Up, Chris. I'm about to. And I still got the single. I have the CD. Nice. Yeah. No no front <laughs> well, on me. Shit, should be me. <laughs> like, ha, I got the single. Yeah, I got the album. Yeah, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. KRS-One. Uh, he was in an out. He was in a group, a rap group called Boogie Down Productions, Boogie. Or, or BDP, and then he did some solo stuff. A really good album by him is called Return of the Boom Bap. That has a great song on it called Sound of the Police, which is one of my husband's favorite songs. And will he will just run around the house singing it? <laughs> whoop whoop! That's the sound of the police. <laughs> you should do that when he gets home. Yeah. Um. Okay, another group is called Lords of the Underground. Mm-hmm. You ever hear Lords of the Underground? Chief yes. Rocker. Mm-hmm. Boom shakalaka, the Chief Rocker. Um, I can't jam with you because I, <laughs> I remember the names, but I don't yeah. remember the songs. They had a really great debut album called Here Come the Lords. Okay, Master Ace. Master Ace is one of those rappers that a lot of like people don't really know who he is, but here's the thing. Well, who is he? I will tell you. All right. He had a really good song called Born to Roll. It has really great bass. It's just basically about driving around. <laughs> it's basically about bass. <laughs> I know. I did that accidentally. <laughs> it's basically about just driving around with your music loud. That's all the song's about. It's very pointless, but it's it's mm-hmm. a very good song. Now, if you listen to the way Master Ace raps, um, 
it's like okay, <laughs> Eminem when he first came out, it was awesome. Was trying to be Master Ace. Hmm. He sound if you if you play the two next to each other, it he steals the way that he flows rhymes. One of my favorites was Guilty Conscience. Guilty Conscience. Oh, the Eminem song. Yeah, with uh, Dre. Okay. <laughs> Grady. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, I have this on here. I'm not gonna front. MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. MC Hammer. This before. One, this is one of my... <laughs> Before pumps and a bump. God damn it. Before he went thug. MC Hammer. The Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. Everybody had that album. Mm-hmm. You can't or, touch this. Or was, cassette. That was, that was the biggest one on the album. <laughs> yes. It was huge. Here, Hammer was huge. And now he's I, selling <laughs> shit on TV. I always look forward to the uh, music video coming on mm-hmm. at the time. And then uh, he started doing uh, commercials for British Knights. Oh, did he? Uh, he him and them did like a shoe mm-hmm. cr- uh, cross promotion. And he used, you can't touch this. Ah. And he tweaked it a little bit for the commercial. Okay. And then in, in the commercial while he was dancing, um, they had the camera on his sneaker. Mm-hmm. And you know, to get that freeze frame, he did a little dance with his foot and it just came to a c- complete halt. Oh. Like, stop. Bruce Nice time. Oh, hammer time. <laughs> okay. Method Man. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's got nothing? <laughs> no, I know meth. Okay. You know meth? <laughs> I shoot meth. What of it, Tara? Okay. Yeah. You, uh, I feel like everybody, if you know rap music, should know who Method Man is. If you don't. He was in a group called Wu Tang Clan. M E T H O D man. Uh, he's. He I also w- had a movie. Oh, yes, uh, yeah, he how a few high? Movies. Yeah. How high? Yeah. I got the soundtrack. I think I do too. Um. I love his remix of uh, "All I Need to Get By." Yes. With Mary J. Blige. Every uh, everybody should know Method Man. His his debut album was called Tical, and it's awesome. It was. I love Bring the Pain. Mm-hmm. I came to bring the. Oh, so awesome. I want to listen to this now. (laughs) (laughs) Next, uh, Nas. Mm -hmm. I liked Nas, early Nas. Uh, His Stillmatic album was awesome. He also had an album called It Was Written and Nostradamus, which is pretty good. He had a song called with um, Genuine Mm -hmm. uh, that was really good, and now I can't remember (laughs) the name (laughs) of the song. But that's okay, because it's on the uh, Nostradamus album, and you should check it out. Did we talk about Naughty by Nature last week? Uh, I believe we mentioned it because oh. I, I know I had it on my list. I'm dipping a toe in that again. Naughty nope. by Nature. Uh, I only have like their first three three albums, three or four, I think. And they didn't do many more after that, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. Okay. You're going to giggle your ass off the second I say the name of this group. <laughs> nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice and smooth. Um, they're a rap duo. They have a song. Co- they have an album called "Ain't a Damn Thing Changed." They didn't really do a lot of albums, uh, but "Nice and Smooth" is really good. They have a song called "Hip Hop Junkies," mm-hmm. where they actually sample the Partridge Family song. So you get okay. the ba 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 ba, and it's actually it's really good. You wouldn't think it would no, be good. If you're gonna do something like that, you gotta do it right. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What else? Onyx. Yeah. Onyx, back the fuck up. Slam. Slam is probably the most popular song. Da, 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 da. 
Also, what else is on that? Uh, Throw Your Guns was another one. Uh-huh. Take him up, bring him up, dead, dead. That's a good, uh, that's a good album, Back the Fuck Up. Back Stick- the Fuck Up. <laughs> Since then, Sticky Fingers has been very busy. He's been doing his own solo stuff. Yes. He's been in a lot of TV shows over the years. Yes, he has. Fred Rostar has, too. Stick- uh, Sticky Fingers was a big character on my favorite show, The Shield. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Okay, Positive K. Positive K. I got a man. Positive K had one album. (laughs) One. It's called Skills That Pay the Bills. I highly recommend it. What bills were getting paid after this? He has, all right, he's got a few songs on that that are really good. Car Hoppers, which a lot of people don't know. Car Hoppers, car hoppers. He has a song called How the Fuck Would You Know? And I love that song because it's it's great. How the f- if I didn't tell you the, the 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 chorus or the the tagline is if I didn't tell you how the fuck would you know? <laughs> and then of course everybody knows I got a man. Well, I do, but What's that's a man song. What's a man got to do with me? That's a great song. Man. If you if you listen to that one, yeah, she from the start was telling him that she has a man. Yep. But yet he's pretty much harassing her. Yes, he is. That's sexual harassment. You He's can like go to jail. harassing her and stalking her. He is. Trying yes. to say, no, you know, I'm better than What's him. your man got to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Palm read it. Okay, now I kind of already... I kind of already talked about him a little while ago. Red Man. Mm-hmm. Red Man's got an, uh, his first album called What the Album, which is really, really good. Time for some action is so... It's a fucking classic. If you don't know it, you should know it. Red Man and Method Man both had a, uh, a hit yes. together. Then they had a whole. They did a whole album together called Blackout. Mm-hmm. Yes, The Rock Wilder. I think that's what you're thinking of. That's no. a really good song. There's another one. It was one of my favorites. I got the single still. <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of it right now. Oh, sorry. Okay. Raw bass and DJ Easy Rock. Mm-hmm. It takes two. To make everything go right. And they also have have a song called Joy and Pain, which is a song that Joy. I really pump, pump, pump it up and pain. pain. Pump it up now. Here we go. <laughs> That's a good song. Okay, Scarface from the Ghetto Boys. Um, he has an say album. hello to my little friend. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. He has an album called Mrs. Scarface is Back. It's a really good album. It's it's like a hip hop classic. You should listen to it. You should just listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Like, front to back, it's great. Sir Mix-A-Lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. When mm-hmm. I say Sir Mix-A-Lot, the first thing that comes in a lot of people's head is, <laughs> Baby Got Back. Yeah. Baby Got Back. That's from the Mac Daddy album. That's used in a lot of different ways. And that song is okay, but he also has two other really great albums, one called Seminar and one called Swass. Seminar has a song called... Swass? Yeah, Swass. (laughs) Seminar has a song called My Hoopty, which is my favorite Sir Mix-A-Lot song. I love that song. It's about driving around in a piece of shit and being embarrassed that you're driving around in a piece of shit. Because I can totally relate. I've had so many pieces of shit. (laughs) And You were recently driving with something that you didn't like. Yeah, I had to. And he also has an album called Swass, and he has a uh, song on there called Iron Man, where he samples Black Sabbath's Iron Man, and it's really good. It's a good, like, if you need a song to, like, go to the gym 
or something I'm like woo like <laughs> movie like that's a great song to put on is uh Iron Man. The Method Man Red Man song I was thinking about. Yep. Duh. How high? Oh. <laughs> the title song. You so high I can kiss the sky. You figured it out. I don't remember if I mentioned well, the thanks last Thanks for my phone. Yeah. I don't remember if I mentioned them last week, but Tribe Called Quest. Uh, everybody, if you don't own the Low End Theory, you should. That is their most classic album. It's awesome. So what's, so what's the scenario? Scenario, Here check go, the yeah. rhyme. Uh, jazz is a great song. Oh, shit. Uh, they just have like so many good songs on that album. It's great. Warren G. Mm-hmm. Regulate. Regulate, G-Funk era. Regulate's a good song. Another great song on that album is called This DJ. This, this DJ, DJ be Warren G. G. Right there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Wu-Tang Clan, we mentioned them last week. So the last thing on my list... <sighs> <laughs> Young MC. Mm-hmm. Young MC. He had two really great songs... Um, one was called, he had a, he had an album called Stone Cold Rhyming. It, everybody knows Bust a Move. Mm-hmm. It's, it's used in a ton of movies too. Like, so, what I always get pissed when like, there's like a party scene in a movie or something and mm-hmm. they put on Young MC Bust a Move <laughs> and I go, man, was that cheap or did you, was it buy one, get one free? <laughs> Cause it's so old, but people still like it. And he has another great song on the album called Principal's Office. Mm-hmm. Down to the principal's office I go. It's it's about like a bad day like in school and he keeps getting sent to the principal's office. It's kind of funny. Woof. That took a <laughs> lot out of me. Oh. <laughs> I know. I, I feel at times. Yeah. Shit. I think the uh, first Young MC song that you mentioned. Yep. Bust uh, a Move? Yeah. I think that was yeah. on the uh, John Candy movie. What John Candy movie? Uncle Buck? Yes. <laughs> That's a good movie. When I he, like Uncle Buck. That's when, a good movie. When Buck goes to the uh, the party, mm-hmm. he's looking for um, his niece. Right. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to blend in the old man way. Hey. Blending in. Nice music. <laughs> he's kind of doing this thing in the air. That's a good movie. Everyone's too gone just to even notice what he's doing. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's pretty good. It is a good movie. I mean, it kind of has a slow pace to it, but it's good. Yeah, a little bit. Who wasn't... Okay. Was that Joan Cusack in that movie who played the girl who was in love with him? The next door neighbor? I don't remember. She was either the next door neighbor or like the girlfriend. Oh, the girlfriend. No. I feel I like it was Joan Cusack. Oh, I think it's someone else. You think it was somebody the else? The next door neighbor was um, uh, Roseanne's sister on the show Roseanne. Oh! Uh, Lori Metcalf? Yes. Yes! Sheldon's mom? <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been seeing commercials for that uh, little Sheldon show coming up. Yeah. That doesn't look funny at all. It doesn't, and I feel really badly because, like, Jim Parsons is, like, executive producing it, and I I want to, like, you know, support his career or whatever beyond the Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. but, I mean, that just, 
I don't think it's going to hold my interest. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm slightly irritated because they didn't use Lori Metcalf. And it's not like she would look centuries older. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. could have put makeup on her or something. There's, there's a ton of stuff you can do. You're still looking for the Uncle Buck thing, I'm on the Uncle Buck page <laughs> on IMDb, but yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember the girlfriend's name. Shanice. Yeah? All right. Amy Madigan. Nope. Not who <laughs> I was thinking. Nope. Why the hell did I think it was Joan Cusack? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Beats me. Uh, hey. So, there you, you, go. you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. I tried. That's all so, I can say. So this is the other part of our kicking it old school with. Uh, yes. Some uh, rap music. Yes. From so, our day. Yes, the good <laughs> rap music. I was talking to. Who was I talking to about that? Uh, I think somebody at work, and they were like, "Ugh, today's rap music sucks." Oh uh, yeah, sorry. it does. Yeah, sorry, but that's how I feel. Yeah, it does. That's why I stick to eighties and nineties. Everything that we've mentioned in the past two episodes for for old school stuff is good stuff. It is. And you should listen <laughs> to it if you haven't. But you should. Chickadee, check it out before you wreck yourself. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, squee. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm, I wreck myself every day trying to get up out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Today was a good day. (laughs) As Cube said it best. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay, so next week uh, we'll have a new subject for the kicking and old school sex. Sex? See, now when you do something funny that makes it, I don't want to cut it out. All right, so next week, we will have a new subject for the kicking it old school uh, segment. We don't know what it's going to be yet. So I made a nice long list. We're not telling you. We haven't picked out what we're going to do yet, so tune in next week. And it's for you to find out next week. we kick it old school again. So, if you're watching the video on YouTube, you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Stitcher. Um, if you're listening to us, you can check out the video on YouTube. We also have uh, location videos where we go to cool things around New England and show you that stuff. And we'll be doing more. We will. I got to post up a new one. Uh, I think that's it. I think I did all my my hawking. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, do you do? Oh, that? we're on Twitter. Shit, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can check us out at Just Saying Pod on Twitter. We're on Instagram. The word hashtag. Just saying. We're blowing it up on Instagram. You should check it out. We're also on Facebook. We're on Friendbook. Friendbook. <laughs> Friendbook us. We're there as well. Now I think that's it, which means I get to shut up, which is good because I'm running out of breath. I really don't have much left. See, she's rapping now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Word. I'm going to shut up now. Sean's going to tell you something. Thank you. Peace out. Have a good everything. <laughs> <laughs>